Hello, strangers and friends and strange friends. Uh, I hope you're having a good day or afternoon or evening. And if not, I hope this episode can at least help make things a little bit better. Uh, welcome to my favorite podcast, Can You Tell Me a Story? You know, I always think strangers are just friends that you haven't met yet. So I like to think of this as kind of my audio diary of some sort, you know, of the very first conversation that I have with a new friend. That's kind of nice. <laughs> okay, so announcements. I have an Instagram. It's called Can You Tell Me A Story Podcast. Please follow me there. Send me a DM. Uh, tell me what a good life means to you. Yeah, tell me that. Um, I reply to everyone, so I would love to talk to you there. Um, okay, so on to this week's episode. If I could sum it up in one word, that would be introspection. Um, my stranger turned friend today is Nikalin, and I actually stumbled upon his Instagram one day, and I saw one of his posts, and I liked his caption. Uh, I want to quickly read part of it to you guys so you get some of his perspective through audio osmosis. Um, okay, so here it is. What makes me unique? Besides the fact that there has been no one exactly like me ever and never will be again, I'm just a human. I'm just searching for meaning. I'm just looking to connect with others. All with the hopes to just create powerful moments which will shift particles and atoms in ways that will fundamentally alter the universe's path. What's not to like about that? <laughs> Can you guys see why I brought him on? Um, but anyway, so in this episode, uh, Nikhailan and I, we talk about every part of the human condition. Now, what does that mean? Um, at the top of my head, this is what I can remember. We talk about aligning your online self with your real life self. We talk about creating empathy, uh, keeping a sense of lightheartedness in serious conversations. We talk about stoicism, um, Nikhailin's mental toolkit to have confidence and self-esteem. And of course, my favorite topic, death. Uh, and how thinking about death reminds us of what really matters. And that's really just the big picture. Yeah, everything we talked about here is so universal. And it really made me think about why I do what I do here. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, please go support Nikhailin at his website, ryasaunlimited.com and his Instagram accounts at Ryasa Unlimited and California Adventure Academy. Uh, reading his thoughts on life is like a breath of fresh air, and it really cuts through all the noise and negativity on social media. That's all I have to say. Please go give him some love. Um, I hope you guys love this conversation. I did, and thank you, Nikhailin, again for coming on um, and being honest and just sharing your perspective. It means a lot. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye.
Hey, Nikhilin. How's it going? Pretty good. <laughs> Look, I finally found the light. So I'm actually not in my apartment right now. I'm at a friend's place. But at first, this is like pitch dark. And then my friend turned on the light. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> I'm also in a dark room. My, my light is busted right now. <laughs> but how's it going? It's good. It's good. Busy day at work. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, it's good that your work ends pretty early. Like it's around for something for you? Right? I, I um, well, I guess the, I work at a adventure school, adventure academy, so the kids leave at like 2.30, but I'm usually there. I have meetings sort of afterwards, depending, so today it was kind of like, it was like 3, 10, 15 or something, and then I had like the drive home, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's Wait, I'm so doing. you work, you work with kids a lot? Um, yeah, I had been, I just got a new job, and that's sort of been my new job. Um, oh, congrats. It's, it's a startup in, I mean, I guess you live in New York City, but um, mm -hmm. it's very different from where I live. I mean, I, I, um, yeah, I live in like more like upstate California, Northern California. So it's very, um, a lot more wilderness areas and like part in like areas that you can kind of get off like national recreation areas. Well, wait, hang on. First of all, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Um, and second, do you want to kind of talk about how we got into contact i think it's pretty spontaneous and random <laughs> on instagram <laughs> oh yeah no totally I, I think i don't know how was i i posted something i might even i might i can't even actually even remember maybe <laughs> i'm i'm gonna pull it up right now actually so it was on instagram and you had this one picture do you know who uh christopher mccandles is from into the wild oh yes yep Dude, this photo, the photo that you posted, well, the listeners can't see it, but this one, mm -hmm. it looked like one of his pictures. And I, and I legitimately thought that it was him. Uh, but anyway, he was like an adventurous, bold guy. Um, <laughs> and I feel like you kind of resembled that nature. Because mm -hmm. every picture I see on Instagram of you, it's in some random mountain somewhere. <laughs> gonna hike <laughs> uh, totally i i try to i mean i have like a yeah i mean like based on i kind of decided on where i lived because it's there's not much traffic there's a lot of areas around like pretty close to me so on my weekends i just i just drive somewhere either with friends or by myself i'll just go to a trailhead and then just take all my back like all my stuff in my backpack and then just go somewhere so, so you like to hike with no plans? It, 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 well, it depends. Like, I'll I'll go like to a. I, I know the area very well around here, so I know the wilderness mm. areas. There's a lot. I mean, I guess for people who maybe don't do that too much, it seems intimidating. Yeah. I suppose, like, it does. like just going to a trail and like you're you're kind of having to like navigate on a trail to get somewhere. Um, depending on where you go, there might be signs, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, I mean. For, I mean, for people we're not used to, it's sort of like one of those things where you have a general idea. If you know the area, like, you know, mm -hmm. I want to go to this Alpine Lake that's like this many miles away on a trail, like walking distance wise. And then, you know, you kind of go there and then maybe for somewhere for the first time, you're like, oh, that like that peak looks cool. So like, you'll drop all your stuff and maybe bring just a couple of mm -hmm. your essentials and have the rest at camp and you'll go up to like a mountain peak or 
some other area and just like hang out and reflect or whatever, you know, whatever you want to yeah. do. <laughs> I, I was gonna say because you know I'm more of like a city girl I don't really I don't even have a driving license so I can't really do road trips um, but the idea of kind of being in nature I think for like you just said self-reflection mm -hmm. I think that really helps mm -hmm. uh, but I'm kind of curious like just coming to the present for a second like where's your head at right now you know like what stage of your life are you at well I guess um... I've had a lot of different goals throughout, like, I mean, I'm 28. <laughs> I've had a lot mm -hmm. of different goals at this point throughout my 20s, a lot of different things I want to do, like I, expectations about myself. And it's sort of been, for me, I'm like in a place where I, I want to explore, like, finding connections, finding people who want to, like, grow, like, something, like, like, grow, like, an idea or grow, like, a business or, like, some sort of lifestyle that you can... Like, that's why, like, I mean, that's why I think what you're doing is awesome in this podcast, actually, because, like, it's, Thank you. it's it's something that's, like, very, like, like, you're not just doing it for, I'm sure you're not just doing it for money. You know what's so interesting? Sorry, I'm just, like, going back and forth for the listeners, because, like, I'm, uh, I'm drinking something really hot, <laughs> and I don't want to put it on the floor. But anyway, I was gonna say, oh, yes, so some of my friends, like, they'll be like, oh, do you, you don't want to turn this into a business. And I'm like, I think the second it starts making money, I'm going to get scared because mm. that's when the objective shifts, you know, from, mm. from connecting with people to more of like, a, how do you get, how do you profit off of it? So I hear that. that's a tough one. And I'm sure that's not an easy thing to figure out, but I mean, it sounds like mm -hmm. you, you know, you have a good idea. It's a really awesome idea. Like just talking <laughs> to random people. I think it's like really cool. It's like, I mean, people are kind of doing that on Instagram. Well, obviously, people are doing that on Instagram and, like, Facebook. But, like, you're doing it in a way that's, like, a lot more, like, in-depth, I feel like. Like, more... Yeah, like, you having, like, an hour, hour and a half, I don't know how much time you have. Oh, I, I have some <laughs> um, time. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I think it's really lovely to just connect with people, you know, especially now. It's nice to check in with someone and just see how they're doing, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. the state of the world. I guess you're... You're in New York City, which is like very different, probably with with uh, COVID <laughs> than it has yeah. been here. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, yeah, things are kind of uh, getting a little bit better, but I think in some areas it's kind of you know dropping off again. So um, right. I try to just stay at home, and this is where I spend most of my socializing right now, which isn't too bad. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you and me have very different experiences because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't live in a big, I mean, you live in the biggest city in the U.S. essentially. I, I live in like complete opposite, like a 90,000 person town surrounded by a, like not, I surrounded by, it's like, I mean, that's the big city. There's not really any suburbs around me. So it's like yeah. where I am in Redding, California, and then there's nothing else. It, does being in a city scare you? Not necessarily. I mean, I've lived in cities. I've got. I've been to New York City quite a lot. I have some family there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I lived in the Bay Area, so like I lived in um, sort of between San Jose and San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, which, which are different kinds of cities. And I think New York City is a very unique experience, probably compared to most places. But I, I don't. They don't scare me. I guess. I guess for where I'm at in life, I like being able to have a car. I can just go somewhere by myself, like on mm -hmm. the weekends. So for me, it's like. Um, I think I would enjoy cities for other reasons, but just where I'm at, I, 
you know, just based on my interests, I just like doing that, you know, just like having that little, that space where you have like a lot more like uh, uh, recreation areas around. But yeah, you know, New York, New York yeah. City's not far. <laughs> if you have a car, it's pretty easy to get around, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like from city to somewhere rural or middle of the forest. But I'm, I kind of want to go deeper here. Like, I feel like we're both at this part of life where introspection is a big thing mm-hmm. and i mean just based off that one post that i commented and reached out to you on right. okay. um yeah like what what do you think of the state of the world and and just in your head you know where, where are you in life yeah so i don't know how i've approached the world is very it's hard to say if it's different. I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like a lot of people have a lot of different like thoughts about things. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of different. Just if you go on Instagram and Facebook, there's a lot of different thoughts thrown out there. A lot of different kinds of people, and um, yeah, it's a unique, diverse country and world. So, but I, I mean, for me, I, I'm sort of in a place where I want, I want to understand perspective better. I want to enhance my understanding of like how like what it means to be human, like what it means to be like, like able to almost make the choices you want to like position your life a certain way or like make the choices you want to like be able to like see other perspectives in a way that maybe someone wouldn't have seen. Like uh, the way I feel like how, I guess how this actually started was was kind of seeing on Facebook, Instagram, I see a lot of people arguing a lot about certain things in a certain way. Like people will sort of get on each other about things and it seems very um like surface level like it feels like no one really has empathy or it seems like those people don't have empathy it, oh my god you hit i was literally gonna <laughs> say people don't have empathy these days mm-hmm. and um are you someone like that like since young or since you were a kid you've always wanted to be able to connect with people more and have empathy or is this something that you've gradually had to learn I, I never thought about it in this way like I, I think I've had to learn it because I don't really think I grew up knowing you know they, they would people would get in these quarrels and maybe not quite understand each other like I think I did that mm. with my parents I guess from time to time or my brother but maybe I didn't um, quite understand it from a level of like of like how like how because like I guess as you get older I'm noticing that there's a lot of like um experiences where like you might have to deal with challenges in in the adult yeah. world and maybe as a kid I didn't really understand all of these these moving parts happening at once yeah like when I was uh, when I was a kid I was just kind of milling through life just going with the flow in a way but I wasn't really paying attention to like the char- characteristics of people in a way because I'm from Singapore by the way okay. and I spent kind of all my time just studying and trying to get grades and with the stress of like getting a graduate certification and all of that mm-hmm. and I didn't really pay attention to things like you know empathy but although I'm I'm kind of glad that I grew up in a household when my mom is always teaching you know me and my brother to be kind of be kind and be good people so Mm -hmm. it's always been in my environment um but i know some people aren't that lucky to be able to grow up in that kind of situation right well that's the thing it's like you're a lot of people who don't or 
they have like different circumstances in their life or like they're, they're well their upbringing that caused them to not be able to have mm-hmm. that you know sort of um, those traits or you know those character traits that are needed sometimes mm-hmm. but the interesting thing about it is like as you get older you kind of the unfortunately the world is not always fair in a lot of yeah. regards so like you obviously can't just go around and not have empathy like it's just something that you you know if you don't then things are gonna like you're not always i don't know like you're not gonna come across the best situations like you're gonna end up being challenged more and you're gonna end up things aren't always gonna go away go your way you know because you're mm-hmm. you have to be able to work cooperate with people and collaborate yeah um, so i i guess the interesting thing is like that sort of seeing that on facebook and instagram like how people interact with with each other, it, it, it starts getting you going down this path. Well, it's gotten me going down this path where I'm like, okay, so you have like, you have these, this like interesting internet world where people are sort of like, like people are like, are like posting articles of something and then someone says, oh, uh, I, I don't like that. And then they'll like, they'll, they'll share their opinion. But it's yeah. sort of like, we don't know these people directly we're not like talking to these people face to face yeah like you don't have context around where they're coming from Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah that's the thing it's like the context like you it's one thing to like it's one thing for people maybe not to have the full story or like not necessarily have the character traits of empathy all the time but like there's this like other x factor where we're not actually like even seeing these people so we're not giving them the benefit of doubt if we're look face-to-face communicating with them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just on your personal experience, because you, you keep bringing it back to like online social media. Um, have you ever faced that kind of just in your personal interactions with people online? Like anyone, you know, kind of shitting on your opinion without even bother asking you where you're coming from? I, I did have an experience sort of more recently. Um, one of my mm-hmm. friends... I mean, I, well, okay, like, uh, socially, like, well, politically, I consider myself just, I don't know, I, I try to be moderate, I try to be, I try to see all perspectives, it doesn't mean I have, I don't have opinions, but uh, one of my friends who happens to be on one side of the equation, sort of, d- during, <laughs> uh, a little, maybe a little bit, like, you know, I was a little bit political, but during, like, the, a lot of the um, events with, like, Black Lives Matter and some of those, mm. um, uh, politically charged events during like I think was it like June or like early June a lot of that stuff happened and um, I'm sort of in the outdoor community or I consider myself I post sometimes post things that are related to like going outdoors or in nature mm-hmm. and sort of having a little bit of a mental twist on it or a philosophical twist on it and I posted something about like tranquility and um, she said like oh a lot of people aren't tranquil right, right now so I was talking from a personal opinion but she sort of brought it to a societal level about tranquility. And yeah. I wasn't, I mean, that was my sort of my chance to be challenged. Like, okay, how do I react online about this? And I, she's one of my good friends, but it's kind of like, mm. I knew, I know how she thinks, I know who, how she is, but it sort of felt a little bit um, like a kick in the face. Cause it's like, wait, I know you, like, like we're talking, why are we talking like this on this level? Like, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk here now about this. And like, I don't it, know, it kind of hurts. Like just hearing your story it kind of hurts way more, given that she's supposed to be one of the people who knows you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like like people have two sides to them online and in real life. How do I make sure that they're both aligned with each other? Mm-hmm. Like like how are you online versus? But I guess I've only based off of one post. I try not to look into you too much because I wanted this <laughs> to be more of like a you know organic conversation. Right. Um. But just talking to you like for a couple minutes versus what I'm seeing online the online version of you they seem pretty consistent like you seem stoic and calm <laughs> <laughs> that's an, yeah that's a good term stoic I, I've, been, yeah. I've actually been thinking about stoicism a lot that's a good that's wait a, are you do you actually yeah I, I um it's funny I actually have been teaching my kid or my students that like I've been trying to get them to teach to like have a daily stoic journal which is interesting <laughs> oh I love that wait is it like are you influenced by like Ryan Holiday um well I, I guess I don't really necessarily know stuff. names or something I, oh. I just I, I've been reading well I read this book but I've been reading this book a little bit the daily stoic um yeah that's by ryan holiday oh is it okay oh it, oh, it is right i mean it is ryan holiday okay yeah i actually i think well i was on the on this audio audiobook i kind of didn't even think mm-hmm. of the author of the book but yeah. oh yeah okay yeah it, it, exactly like it references a lot about like the old philosophers and like mm-hmm. yeah no exactly um uh yeah i know that that's i mean like that's a i i try to be that's what sort of keeps me aligned on social media because I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to, I, I guess I already just don't necessarily need to. I don't have a lot of people who are like causing those conflicts. I'm not always writing something that's very, I, I try to really find balance in my posts because mm-hmm. with that, like with that situation I mentioned with my friend who sort of tried to call me out on something, she, I, I, I take these things with like serious. I mean, I take these things in somewhat sense seriously I try to be lighthearted, but I try to incorporate them to be like, oh, like, okay, if I, this means I have to be a more well-rounded person, I'll challenge myself to be more well-rounded. So, like, I try to position my posts to be seeing all perspectives. And if I were someone, a certain person, then, like, how can I put them in my – and how can I go in their shoes and see – and, like, like, if they were reading my post, like, what would it feel like? So I try to – I try to gauge that and, like like, write my posts in a certain way or, like, do something in a certain way like just to at least account for that and keep myself like like I'm, I'm, I'm growing all the time and learning and um, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I, I want to be lighthearted. I mean I, I really try hard to be lighthearted because I think that's the balance of like you know you might be talking about something serious like stoicism or I don't know like the state of the world or something but if you can keep it lighthearted and bring it back to like you know, we're all just humans and we're all just finding, trying to find purpose and we're all just mm-hmm. living out this life until we die. It's like that, that fee, it, it tends to be like a morbid thing and like, or can be a morbid thing, but I think it's sort of something that we all share. And it, yeah, I think that's, I'm trying to keep that in mind with myself. So it's trying to have that come out in like my social media. So maybe I can, I don't, I mean, I don't want to call myself an influencer. I think it's a strange term, <laughs> but yeah. just try to like, you know, put a place for my thoughts and hopefully people also like want to contribute, you know. And you, I mean, I like that you did. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually really like that. Um, so one of my kind of favorite authors, his name is David Sedaris. And I was listening to one of his interviews and he said that he really has this belief that 
there's always kind of a more joyful way of saying things. No matter how serious the matter is, he insists that there's always, you know, a more lighthearted way of saying it without having to offend people. And I kind of like that idea. And I try to seek that in, for example, I've been thinking a lot about death not because of the coronavirus, mm, mm. Uh, but just because of like some, some personal, like, uh, like one of my friends, you know, she, she has cancer. And so that popped up. And then another one of my friends, you know, he unfortunately passed away when a couple of years ago. And then my mom's birthday came up, which is like September 21st, pretty recent. And I always think about this, but in a way, it kind of makes me more grateful for what I have now. Mm. It's like, I always think about my mom dying and it kind of reminds me, you know, to, to appreciate her for, for, you know, being alive now. Mm. Cause mm. I don't want to regret it when I'm 75 and like shit, <laughs> mm. you know, mm. and especially like, my parents are still in Singapore. Okay. Um, so I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. yeah. That must be, I mean, that's a, like, does that like, I mean, that's a really interesting thing is like, you're, I guess you have to like almost position your life in a different way or like you've gone through like these, this very juxtaposition of how you were, you know, how you like maybe when you were in Singapore versus where you are now. I realize when I think about, you know, something as serious as death, you kind of realize in the grand scheme of things, a lot of, things don't matter as much like that fight you had with your friend you mm-hmm. know like why were you so upset about it <laughs> right, right. or yeah you know things like that that um, right. in the moment feels like the biggest thing on earth but i know that's <laughs> yeah. well, you, you like took a physical relief of breath ex- exactly that that's interesting because um so well, one thing about me that's like very personal that I'm, I'm missing a finger so Actually, mm. well, I, I mean, I have, I have. Is that your is your index finger? Yeah, I'm on my right hand. Yeah, so it mm. will normally be here, but um, mm-hmm. and so it's something that um, has defined me. Now, the thing about it is, I think I've let it define me. Is the interesting thing, like I, I've told, I, I think I told my friend about this other. I was talking to my other friend who has a podcast, and I talked a little bit about that. With is him. it the black the black sheep? Oh yeah, black sheep perspective. Okay. I've been trying so hard <laughs> not to listen to it, but I will after. Okay, but anyway, well, sure. yeah, no, he, he, that's a uh, no, he's he's a cool dude doing some stuff as well. Mm. Uh, he, um, I, I was telling him how like I felt like twenty five percent of my time was spent thinking about my hand, just like in different situations where I thought I couldn't do something or I had a confidence issue. Or, a lot of it stems from comp- my co- a confidence issue, I think. And I kind of hit that point where I was like, I need to just stop thinking about, it. like, I need to stop, like, mm-hmm. letting this run my thoughts. And like, like, I, I think it's just affected, it's affecting me subconsciously. And it, I, I definitely sub- affected me subconsciously in like a confidence issue, besides the fact that it's just physical. And so it became mental. Um, throughout my life, it just become mental. And it's interesting because I, I think I hit that point where I was just like, I gotta stop doing that. And I think mm-hmm. I developed like a tool. It's almost like I developed this toolkit where I was able to like know that feeling of like when I started to go down that hole of like, of like sort of feeling bad about myself or like about this certain thing about myself. And now whenever I hit that point, I just know exactly how I need to react to it. And that's really helped me out in a lot of facets of life. Like I, I feel a lot more productive in my life and a lot more mm-hmm. calmer than I used to be because I'm, 
able to turn it. It's like, like, like sort of mixing this challenge I had, like this real challenge I had, the struggle I had with myself, mixing that with just finding purpose and like fear of death. Like all these things sort of came together more recently in my life. And now I'm like, I'm a lot more calmer because of it. And I'm, I mean, hopefully healthier long-term because of it. I'm not like stressing myself out all the time, you know, about something. Yeah. I mean, going back to, you know, missing a finger, is it something that you were born with or? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I was, I was okay. born, um, it was like a birth defect. So, I mean, mm-hmm. at the time, I mean, in the early nineties, I, I mean, whatever technology they were able to mm-hmm. employ to, to, to use surgically speaking. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they, they made the best of it. I, grateful enough that I'm alive and have a hand anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked about this ever, but going on to like insecurities of looks, there was one time I was in school and my friend asked me like, why don't I get braces? Because like, I, well, you can't really tell, but like right. my front teeth, it's a little bit uh, jutted out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, that was the first time anyone has ever made like a comment about my looks. I thought about it and then it hit me. I was like, oh, like this is what people feel when people make fun of their, you know, appearance. Mm. But then I don't know why I didn't kind of sink into that spiral. But my immediate thought was that's not something I can control. So, you know, like th- this is my face and... uh yeah, the, like that's it. End of story. Like I don't know what to tell you. you know? <laughs> and yeah, I just had like this deep level of acceptance of things that I cannot control, and then I just move on with life. Right, and and that's that's like the most important thing is like a lot of people get hung up on that. Like, and I mean, yeah. it, it's like if you don't if you don't find the solution at some point, it just keeps like building on itself. Like that, the issues just keep mm-hmm. building until. You know, you realize you're always going to find things that you're looking for. So if you're trying to find problems, they're going to be there. (laughs) They're just going to be waiting for you. Yeah. And and that's, that's the interesting thing is like, like, like how those struggles impact people. Like, I feel like I've um, noticed that, like I was saying earlier, like we share these comments, like we all have struggles, like we all go through these things. And like, it's Mm -hmm. also like a similarity between all of us and like, the fact that, like, bringing back to, like, sort of social media, like, a lot of people are bickering in a certain way or, like, not really understanding each other. And some people just literally say it. They're like, I just don't understand how you can be this way. Like, people will just say that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like man, like, you're really, like, ha- people are really hammering this, like, idea of, like, you're different from me and I can't understand you. I'm not unfollow you or whatever it is. It's just like, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very strange to me because it's like people don't want to look at the other side of the equation. It's like, you just stay there and you don't want to like figure out more to it. It seems weird to me. I'm very appreciative to hear that your default is to find the similarities or at least appreciate the differences between you and some other person. You know, I feel like human brains are just wired went to get the easy way out. So if it's easier to acknowledge the differences and like hate on the other person and, you know, you work like 15 hours a day, you don't want to freaking spend time <laughs> understanding some other person. You just want to <laughs> hang in your own community. That's very sad, I feel. And 
like the thing with social media is like it just brings it to the forefront of mm-hmm. you know all the insecurities and all the hate and all of that uh, but also i like i'm kind of an optimist i don't know if you feel the same way but i think it, the internet has also given us an opportunity to be able to reach out to people that from all walks of life right yeah. and and be able to do this yeah this is really awesome this is like a this is an incredible aspect of the internet like i haven't even like I haven't necessarily even like considered it much, like, because I haven't. I mean, this is still sort of new. I haven't even like, and it's cool because it's like, like with what you're doing, like I can, I kind of had that idea that you were very open-minded about a lot of things because just the yeah. nature of like what your podcast is called, like, can you tell me a story, like, like that's like a really like, I don't know, it it, come, it very much comes across as open-minded and like, and like, I don't know, optimistic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you kind of have to be right, otherwise. <laughs> I'm going to offend every person I bring on and they're going to offend me. And it's just not a fun time. <laughs> but that's awesome. Like you said, like, it, oh, I mean, like, like, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful too to hear that. Cause like not, man, not, not everyone is like that. And I can't mm-hmm. tell if that's something that has grown in society, like a disconnect between how people feel about each other. Or, I don't know. It, it feels like that on social media, but I had kind of thought about that a while back, like how people are face to face versus social media like it feels yeah. like people are nicer to each other face to face so i don't know if it's just a yeah. product of that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i guess because like it, when i think about it maybe the consequences is more apparent like in your face mm-hmm. um and you can actually see the reaction just now you mentioned that you kind of developed this toolkit that to help you overcome anything that you're insecure about mm-hmm. and build confidence. Can you go into that a bit more? Like how, like what, what does that mean? Well, so, yeah. So I guess like in regards to the toolkit, it's sort of like, for me, it's like that feeling of like, you sort of know when, I mean, I've had a lot of anxiety um, in periods of depression. And I, I mean, everyone has very levels of anxiety and depression, but I definitely had anxiety um, just in general and like confidence. And I think that's all sort of under anxiety. And I've had periods of depression where it's like sort of my expectations of my life and the realities of my life. And like you're saying, like things you can't control versus what you can control. And I think with the toolkit idea, like I, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at knowing what what things like like I can't control versus what I can't control. So like, for instance, if, if it's like, if it's a mental thing where it's like, oh, I need to like, or, or, or like, I need to like, um, I, I can't do this right now because of my finger. Like I can't like, like mm. do this a certain way because of my finger, like, and, and then that, that all of a sudden sparks like an anxiety mechanism in my like brain, like just in any situation when I'm like maybe collaborating with someone, like I can't, if I, if I like actually maybe can't do this because of that, at that point, like I have to be worried, like, okay, like, what do mm-hmm. I do to make myself not go down this road? I, I mean, I just need to ask for help and like, be like, okay, this isn't my area of expertise, but I'm, you know, I can, I can um, provide in a better way and in a different regard. It's like sort of being okay with something and not just mm-hmm. be like, have your expectations be like, oh, I have to be this person or this person's going to feel this way about me. Like, like yeah like it's sort of it's a huge balancing act of like realizing that you can't always be everything at once or you can't be like that person that you like sort of made up in your mind because 
I think what happens is like, I tend to be a little bit of an overthinker. So I spend a lot of time in my own head about something. And then that when makes com- two of us. <laughs> yeah, and, when it, and when it comes down to actually like in a position where you're like talking to someone or like, like it, or, or like you're, you're facing like that anxiety feeling like mm-hmm. all those things about yourself because you think about yourself so much and like and like when you're alone it all comes out right then you have all, all those things like the expectations the like the the no like, like just like knowing yourself really well obviously because you're you but like it all mm-hmm. comes out right then and you're like you feel like you're, you're like feeling like oh yeah i'm just like oh now i have to like like, uh, this, is, like this is the moment i have to like do this the right way and like you get so bogged down and like trying to just like do it the perfect way when in reality it's okay just like so sort of like you mm-hmm. need to slow down and just like know that just be yourself and like like you have your strengths and weaknesses and just like understanding yeah. those things and I, I just say I should I don't want to ever find myself because finding myself is sort of that feeling of like then I'll stop learning and growing and like I don't want to get to a place where I'm stagnant because I ever I always want to just know that like I have to maybe ad- adapt to this or adjust to this like if something were to happen like I don't know, I broke my leg and I can't hike all year, like, or something just, like, that causes mm-hmm. a problem or anxiety problem or, like, something that triggers, like, like negative feelings. Like, you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to, like, like, like use this toolkit of, like, knowing how you react, knowing that, like, you can't be everything all at once, just, like, sort of, like, going with that flow and just being, like, okay, I can do this. I can still be confident. I can still be, like, forward and direct but like I need to do it in a way that is like giving yourself grace and also not like taking it out on other people like being able to just stay calm and just like visualize like just that feeling of like okay like I can like take this this approach of just finding the balance perspective within myself and within others and then just like staying right there now you're not trying to like dive into like a new a different idea because the reality is, is like there's no point in like overthinking something if it means like it's it's hard to describe because it's like it's sort of incorporating everything it's like incorporating Mm -hmm. like confidence and incorporating like how people think about you it's just all of these different ideas all at once when you're in situations and I think that's what I think that's what I've noticed bogs down people a lot because it's like a it's like a mindset that rules your head so if you can't rewire that to to change it from, to kind of change your default from what if it doesn't work to let's give it a try and to prioritize progress over the end goal, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you kind of forever be stuck in a place where of like stagnation like you like you're just so scared to do anything that you don't do anything (laughs) you're just stuck in one place and that's the thing is like the stagnation idea like it's all really like i'm I'm, as i'm saying all this i'm like thinking about how i've incorporated like i felt like i've tried to incorporate everything at once like um it sounds like you've had a lot of these thoughts but it's like it's like I like to go backpacking. I like to go to the mountains. I like to do these mm. things in nature, not just because it's like something to do or it's physical, but I sort of, I've the last few years thought about it in a more mental way. Like, like if you go by yourself or I mean, if you go with friends and a couple of good friends, regardless, like you're sort of generally alone in your thoughts or like you're, you're not as 
distracted by all these different things going on. Like it's very simple. It's like you're in nature, you're going to a place, you have all your stuff mm-hmm. with you. There's no other outside distractions generally. It, it becomes like this meditational experience where you can just kind of be there and you can think about things in a certain way. And like, that's sort of where I think this all started was like doing that and like also talking with certain friends who want to like maybe like just have conversation and sort of like it, it becomes like a growing experience and then you can kind of from there you can bounce off into different ideas and you start to like see the world in a way that's very like holistic like everything sort of makes sense in my opinion this is how I at least sort of my journey like I like everything mm-hmm. sort of blends itself together like if I can if I can do these things that help me stay focused or like in some way selfishly like makes me feel more empowered and more like 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 I have a light and I can do it I feel like I can provide that to other people because I'm more calm and I'm more able to see my purpose better so mm-hmm. you, know, you can kind of dive out of your out of yourself in those moments yeah. and then go into like okay like now that I like I feel like I'm calm like how do I selflessly get back to get back to the world I you know, I, I yeah. think it feels very connected in like very broad way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you sound, Nikaela, you sound so enlightened right now. Like, I feel like I'm watching a TED talk. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like I figured it out necessarily. I just. Honestly, you do sound like you figured it out, <laughs> but not in the way where you've reached, you know, the highest peak, mm-hmm. but in the sense that you figured out that progress is more important than anything else and kind of being in control of your your head and your thoughts and just constantly having positive optimistic affirmations about the world helps you to give back more mm-hmm. is that is that accurate exactly no i, I would say so i, I would agree um yeah, exactly because it, 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 like it's the age-old sort of cliche like oh if you think positive like this will happen well but it, i mean it's not just that. I mean, like, it, it, well, it is that, but it's like, in a way, it's like, sort of, like, what's the word? It's like, what's the term? Not realism, but like, well, I mean, it is like stoicism. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of comes back to stoicism. Stoicism isn't, it's not like, it is positive, but it's sort of like a blend of this, like, accepting, acceptance. Oh, you know? um, <laughs> I think I know what term you're looking Is it a equanimity? Oh, maybe. No. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't thinking about that word, but what does that, wait, what does that mean? It's kind <laughs> of like being in a state where you're not impacted by the things around you. Oh. Like, for example, if, if death, you know, if someone in your family passes away, God forbid, right? Um, I kind of now see it as something that's, it's an event and whether it's negative or positive, it's something that you yourself attach the meaning to. Mm-hmm. So, but, but if you can take yourself out of the picture and just look at it as kind of objectively, mm-hmm. it's an event that happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. But not to trivialize it, but also not to dwell on it and prolong the pain, you know? Yeah, that's exactly, that's awesome. <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Like, that's like, it's like, yeah, being able to see both things, yeah, like don't trivialize it. Mm. No, yeah, that's that's like exactly like I, and that kind of that concept is so like game changing. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, very interesting. 
I've, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know if this is something that people go in their 20s, but like, like I'm 24. I feel like you, this is the time when a lot of things hit you at once and you're just trying to juggle 30 balls at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're forced to grow up in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And, and, and with that growing up, like I, I, I noticed this is like whether this is the interesting thing about like sort of the feeling of like maybe if you figured it out or you figured out that like balanced um, perspective of life and yourself, it, it starts to like you start to see obviously you see things differently, but like when I'm talking to people that I might not necessarily always agree on their way of doing something, like especially at work right now, like I'm working mm-hmm. with people that I don't always agree with them on things. Um, just in a certain maybe in a cultural sense and in the personal sense I sometimes it feels like I at that point I'm being challenged like okay how do I like look at this lightheartedly and just know that okay they just have an like opinion they just have a little bit of a belief system it's okay like so do I it's just like I can't like it's, it's like it doesn't mean that like I have to like just like jump to me being have to being right about something yeah even if I even if like it would seem that the balanced perspective is the right idea. It doesn't mean that they're going to think that that's the right idea because they might think that they have a balanced perspective. It's like everyone mm-hmm. might think that they're, they figured it out or they, they, they have that like right idea about the world, like whatever it is. And like, it doesn't mean that yeah. beliefs aren't, because uh, like every belief system, I think like, in people's purpose, in terms of people's purposes, like they might think that's just makes sense. And, you know, that's fine. A lot of people, a lot of them, have good stuff it's like I, I like to incorporate a lot of different ones because i think that's how you gain a, a balanced perspective but um mm-hmm. it's like trying to trying to think of all that stuff at once when you're like talking to people you don't agree with like okay like trying to like really analyze it but also like yeah. keep in mind that you can just talk to them like you know it's just mm-hmm. it's just yeah you don't have to take everything so you know hold it so tightly because opinions change (laughs) (laughs) and and they you know they just have an opinion at that point with the information that they had Mm -hmm. um, which Mm -hmm. is can be changed yeah Yeah. Um, I I heard recently I don't remember from where but it was it was some guy (laughs) that's all I remember he he said that in life you can only live in love or in fear I know it's kind of, you know, it's very simplified, but in the grand scheme of things, I feel, like I agree with that notion actually that if you live in love, it will trump out the fear. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it, it, I mean it is but it, like it is kind of simple enough. I mean, I Mm-hmm. It, it so is we like, always overcomplicate things. <laughs> well, it, it's a thing it is like a switch. Like it, it's like you have to be able to just like switch like on a, like just on a dime like okay I, I have to just like remember that and that's like really what we kind of just talked about like mm-hmm. how do you yeah you choose fear or love and like a lot of these cases that's really what it comes down to it i would agree yeah 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 like now now that i'm thinking about it, it's kind of okay take this podcast for example right mm-hmm. i am terrified to talk to people like <laughs> i <laughs> I wish you met me like four or five years ago. I was so scared because especially coming, you know, from, a, from, from Asia and like coming all the way here, 
but then I think once I was able to make that switch, that's like, I'm scared of talking to people, but at the same time, I really want to be able to engage and kind of just be present with another person. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of, the fear kind of took a backseat mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm able to, you know, come here and show up for another person. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, I mean, this is like really cool. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. Cause it's like a, it's a platform to like, like not just like for me, cause I, I'm already like understanding more about myself and, and, and you and like other concepts, just talking about it more. Like I, I mean, like I, I never like, I don't know. It's like, I, you always can gain something like just, just like talking about concepts more. Like, Oh, I never thought of it that way. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. why this is awesome. I mean, like I, I, I imagine like, I would like to think that like, I mean, everyone has their own, you know, way to look at the world. So all your viewers can obviously hear something different mm-hmm. that they might have not even, you know, imagined. <laughs> you know, yeah. Podcasting is awesome. And it's like, <laughs> the funny thing is like Instagram is so like, Instagram so like, I don't know, so surface level. So this like is very like, you have like a surface level of your podcast like page, but mm-hmm. then you have like this whole like a it's layer. a gateway just <laughs> cool that's really cool <laughs> well well I, I was actually gonna ask you so at this point do you like yourself yeah yeah i i, I mean I, I i do like myself i <laughs> it's interesting because i i've gone through like i'm going through a period where i kind of maybe based on how you, you've we've talked like i i understand myself pretty well at this point um, mm-hmm. just because I've, I've gone through just so much like sort of like annoyance with myself you could call it I, not that like I, I you know, there, yeah, there did you go of, through kind of a, a stage where you where it was like you're filled with self-hatred yeah okay so. exactly and it's interesting because like, I'm I mean I, I, I like myself it's like I feel like I'm at that point where like, like I enjoy myself and I want to like this is like very it sounds very egotistical again i want to like I want, just say it, man you gotta have self-confidence well i want to be able to like share that with someone like in certain ways like 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 know that like i have the confidence to like well i mean this is personal but like I, i'm i'm i i met a girl that i really liked and like and it's sort of like she is going through things that i think i went through in the past like a lot of anxieties and depression and mm-hmm it's something that like I can only do so much. Like I, I can't I can only say so much because people when they're on their own things, like you can't, it's hard to, it's hard to put the relate together between you and them because like, there's just different, it's just different circumstances. Yeah. And like, I, I'm at that point where it's like, like, well, like, I like her and she likes me. And like, it feels, that feels very rewarding. Cause it's like, Oh, like everything that I've worked towards to like, like myself, someone likes that in me someone mm-hmm. sees that like like good thing in me but it's like interesting because like she's where i was so it's like sort of like oh. that interesting feeling <laughs> of like well, behind. yeah sort of like yeah i mean it's not like not to say because i mean it's not to say that i won't go through something later if something were to happen like mm-hmm. i'll be right back to a certain point that i was before but like obviously yeah, yeah it, it's that feeling of like i feel like i 
don't worry. Like my worry now is like worrying about her as opposed to like worrying about mm-hmm. myself as much, which is like, I guess it's good. For, I guess I feel good being there versus on the other side. Do you have kind of like a savior complex? <laughs> is that like, oh, you mean like... Um, like you feel like you, you have to save people because you you know what they're going through because you've been through that. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, I really want to, you know, extend you a, a branch and like pull you in. But at the same time, they're you know it's their problem to that they have to deal with yeah i felt that a little <laughs> bit with like especially with this with this the, with this circumstance i, I felt a little mm-hmm. bit of that like i i, I think so like that it's like i, I know or it's like i sort of like wanting to like be like oh i can i can like you know i can show you this like these things but it's like uh, yeah I mean, not ready <laughs> yeah not necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily ready it's a strange it's an interesting thing because you you really like get to know someone but you can't you can only know someone so much which is mm-hmm. interesting <laughs> concept yeah that's true <laughs> but oh, maybe yeah, I, I, I mean i do like myself but i mean do, do you, what about you i yeah i think i do i do now i didn't before but that was because one of my friends told me about this concept of like having a mask on you like ever since you're a kid from your parents or your friends the kind of peer pressure all of that so uh kind of coagulating together to have a to build your mask and i feel like i've been slowly kind of shedding that off and in terms of like self-esteem you know like comparing yourself against other people i'm i'm glad that i'm at this stage where I finally recognize that we're all on our own timelines and stages of life and you can't really compare it like that. So, uh, yeah, obviously there's some stuff I I definitely want to improve on, like this savior complex thing I'm (laughs) I'm talking about because I have that in me and uh, I I, I need to learn to let go more, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's i know and that's like um i know the, the thing about like well, especially like relationships like that i mean when you're when you're when you're intimate with someone on a certain level like that yeah i can see, I imagine how the savior complex might come in um or like the accommodating mm-hmm. idea like I, I feel like sometimes i i do need to i agree i need to get better at letting go um because like you you tend to find yourself like back in like so I, I tend to find myself back in anxiety, but it's like, yeah, it's like a different kind of anxiety. It's like, it's like an, it's like an, a weird excitement about like something, but like knowing that it's like, might, you might not get kind of what you were searching for. Like you feel like you're getting closer, but it might not be the thing that you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes back to the toolkit. Like, how do you, how do you just sort of put something into perspective? Like you can't, you can't always you can't always like you have like, like, you have to manage your anxiety in a way because your anxiety might be sparked by like oh like i want like i want something this way or, or like, like i wish like you know i was more like this or whatever so it's like it sparks mm-hmm. this thing and then you kind of have to like dial that back and be like okay how do i like like what do i need to do right now like what do i need to think how do i need to think right now like yeah there's always like a challenge somewhere sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
are you comfortable with uncertainty and impermanence? That's a good question. It's a big question. <laughs> That's a really good question. That's like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously the fear of death is like sort of an interesting, maybe broader term of that. Mm-hmm. It really, I think it, it depends like on the situation. Like, it, like I, yeah, true. Yeah. Sometimes I am okay with uncertainty. Um, if it's like, if it feels like it's something I can control, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sort of a spontaneous person. Like I, I enjoy like just like if something like an idea hits me, I'll just like go for it all of a sudden or like just go mm-hmm. into it, which I, I guess it, it seems like sometimes if it's on my own terms, I can do well with that. And sometimes I'm okay with like certain things, like if, you know, like if something, some like an accident happens or like I, I um, yeah, or like something, I have to like react to something at work that's not the way I expected or like, I can, I feel like I can stay calm in those sort of moments. I think it's sort of when the expectations are higher, like within myself, mm-hmm. like if I feel like, like something is like, like all of a sudden, like, I, or, or something like hits me that like I didn't expect in a way that's like I thought about that idea a lot, um, or like it, or like it, it holds something dear, like sort of in relationships, like if something in a relationship, which is like yeah. maybe very like it might bring up ideas about how you thought about something, like oh, if you want it to be this way, or like you thought about your life in this way, it's like it tends to be this like weird embodiment about like how you thought about something. But maybe like generally you're good. I, mean, I feel like generally I'm good at dealing with a challenge. Like I'm able to stay calm, but like it's just if stuff it's in. But that's in something that's like sort of not always. Um, it's like not something that's like like directly tied to me. Like if it's something at work, it's like that's not something that's going to affect me as much as like in a relationship or something. You know what I mean? So so you're saying like people tend to have more of an impact on you. Mm-hmm. then cause, yeah because when i was thinking when i was saying uncertainty i was kind of thinking like uh career for example you know mm-hmm. yeah. um and then and then for impermanence i guess you know aside from like death just even um pe- people coming and going in your life for whatever reason um yeah, that that's also something I've been kind of struggling with, uh, but getting better at, you know, tr- like uh, uh, like trying not to put people in boxes, but seeing them as people with like dif- different facets, and it's like when someone shows me this side of them that they've never that I've never seen before, I'm trying to tone down the surprise because they're a human and it's natural for them to have these things. It's just, we haven't been in a circumstance that lets that particular part of them come out. That's a really, that's a really good thing. Actually. I know. I, I, I guess I haven't, I, mean, I, I guess I haven't figured it out as much as I'd like to really. Like I, I think I can react to like career things pretty well or like something mm. like that. Or, But I think like that, I think that sort of, biological like some things that are biologically in nature like wanting to find people to connect with if you have that sort of purpose in life um Mm -hmm. it tends to affect well for me it tends to affect me like very strongly like i don't think my purpose is necessarily to allow my career to run me as much like 
in, in certain times it has, but I think just finding connection has been like the biggest thing for me. And I think that's what I have trouble with. Like, if someone comes to my life that like hits me really hard or it's like very impactful, like having that person leave, like, like you were saying, like, mm. it, it can be, it can be rough. Cause like those, I guess it, it depends on the kind of person you are, but you know, <laughs> like yeah, to, yeah, exactly. Like to think I'm a loner, but maybe I'm not a <laughs> loner if I'm, if that's impacting me a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, so what are you kind of working on right now? Like, like what gets you excited to wake up in the morning? Um, well, definitely. I mean, I, well, that's, I, I think it's definitely connections. Like, like what I've been, so how I've structured my life more recently, I think I've, I, um, I want to, I want to impact the world in a way that like, um, like allows me to sort of be a part of something like a, like a movement or a lifestyle. Like I, I was working at an organic cafe. Well, I guess, I mean, maybe my backstory about me. I, um, I was like obsessed with weather when I was younger. Like I just was obsessed, obsessed with what? weather, like just like weather. Like I watched the weather channel. I, the weather? Yeah. I was like, I just love tornadoes and like hurricanes. It's like just obsessed with weather. I don't, I don't, don't know why. It was just like a force that was very like intense, mm-hmm. cool. And I, wait, wait, no, so I'm sorry. Like when you say weather, not even like nature or anything, just like, just the weather. <laughs> oh yeah. Like literally just like, you know, like the atmosphere and like, and, so and like storms okay. like like rain snow oh, okay. wind like like weather like elements like yeah like that just like that and like understanding the like studying like like um different like like patterns across the globe like the jet stream mm. and like like oh why the weather's like this one day and the weather's like this the next day like that's like very wow. that was very interesting for me and, and it still is but like i went to school for it i got my degree in meteorology so like i that's so cool. I'm like, I was like very obsessed with it. And then I, mm-hmm. I, had, I was working at a job for a little while, like a year and a half. And I just like, all of a sudden just felt like it wasn't for me anymore. It was like sort of corporate mm-hmm. and I think corporate's a bad thing. I just, I felt detached from like a purpose. I felt detached from like being able to make an impact, I guess. Mm-hmm. I felt like sort of a cog in the wheel or the machine, like, which is weird. And then I, I decided to like, I don't know. I just picked a thing to do. So I went to Idaho and did went on trail crew, like a backpack backcountry trail crew, and like I heard like that was an incredible experience. That was like my first time in nature. I was not raised in nature. I didn't backpack ever. I didn't hike much as a child. It's just things I didn't do. Like, Kaylin, I went to Vancouver with one of my friends who lived there, and we went on this like baby hike trail that killed me. So I don't know how, like, I'm picturing you with, like, a giant backpack just trailing for how many kilometers or miles. How did you do that? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a mental thing. Like, you have to, mm. in, in a lot of regard, you have to just, like, you kind of have to put yourself in that, in a, in a pure, in, like, a state of mind where you're just, like, I just mm-hmm. want to do this. Like, I just want to be doing this. Like, it, yeah. I think it worked out. I think it worked for me in that time. Like, like it didn't scare me off because I think I was looking for some, a new purpose. So that was something I was able to gravitate towards that was sort of challenging for me and distracted mm-hmm. me from things about myself. So I was able to push myself in a way that was like, Oh, like I can do something. Like I, I can do something hard and like, 
I can like contribute to like like sort of I was more of like in, in a, a stage of like grow of like growing within myself so mm-hmm. it felt good to be able to push myself and I think that's why it kind of was digestible for me at the time to do that um I mean it's not it's definitely not easy I would say that like a lot I have a lot of times when I'm struggling really hard in those in, in, mm-hmm. in backpacking or climbing or hiking it's it's not easy like I, I would yeah, say I it's, it's not always worth it unless you're like there's a lot of other things you can be doing with your time it's not like it's you could say it's it is good for you I guess you're exercising but it's not like you need to exercise as much as I do like I don't yeah think it's necessary all the time yeah exactly <laughs> nobody wakes up being like let's hike 12 miles <laughs> Well, right, and and that's what I, like that's kind of what happened. I, I I didn't know what to expect, but I want. I, but reading this like memo of this job posting, mm. I was like, well, that sounds interesting, and like it's out west and it's around mountains and things I've never seen before. And I was still into weather in a way, so I was like, sort of this feeling of like seeing a new climate because I grew up in Ohio. That's where I went to school in Ohio, and then I went mm. out west, and it was like this very different very different world like it was like deserty and big mountains and like like large rivers and like a lot more like like a lot more wilderness and just like open land just a very Mm -hmm. different world and like that distracted me from the fact that I was doing something different I kind of just like went into this new idea and I was like holy crap and like I met all these people that did different things and like I was on a crew where we just sort of were learning with things with each other and like that just catapulted into like like that's like the, what started this like like growth stage and growth mentality of just like wanting to just go hard into things and being like oh I can just do this and like that's okay mm-hmm. and like I might not be great at it but I'll just do it and like it's a cool experience sort of it's sort of a mm-hmm. spontaneity spontaneity mixed with like um I don't know spontaneity mixed with like just like like go with the flow oh no why is go with the flow? I, don't, I don't even know mixed with like <laughs> wanting to grow I guess like some people mm-hmm. might not be spontaneity wanting to grow because they want to have a plan but I think you can be spontaneous and want to grow at the same time I think those two yeah. can work really well together yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well I, I, I think that goes without saying but for me I didn't think I didn't think so before until I sort of did it <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like you know there's this quote that's like uh you can't change people around you but you can change the people around you mm-hmm. yeah. it sounds you <laughs> sound like the embodiment of that quote in like you went out of your way to literally change your whole environment mm-hmm. um to be kind of more positive for your mental growth and and all of that Mm-hmm. that's amazing <laughs> i i mean you do that too it sounds like you i mean you, you went to a different country. yes yeah but but with the approval of my parents and this is something i've been thinking about it's like i'm so scared that and this is so bad to say that like the the only time i can finally do what i want a hundred percent is when they're no longer around because then the pressure is off but it's so bad to say that so i mm. you know but it's mm. like you know fa- family pressure really sticks with you <laughs> until the very end and i'm 
I'm trying to find little ways to break out of it. Uh, like, like this, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. That's really, that's really fascinating. Actually. That's like, because like it, like, that's like other thing to the whole like concept of like, how do you, I don't know. How do you like find yourself, but like keep it like, I don't know. It's like, it's like you're, you're over like, it's, it's like like thinking about all of these different things that make you you and like your historical aspect and like what you want to do and your purpose like that is very like I mean it all is interchanged and it all makes it sort of hard sometimes to think clearly mm-hmm. yeah Leah like how did your your family take this change in you um yeah I mean they, I don't think they understood it um mm. Um, my dad's a very traditional person like he like he I mean, my, my dad's from India so he came sort of like you he came out to the U.S. and he yeah um, he like I mean the, the, the traditional lifestyle among his family mm-hmm. was you go to these you would go to these you would go to this place to go to college or you'd go to you'd, let me yeah. go to a degree be an engineer exactly, <laughs> exactly. I and mean, he was that's exactly what he was he was an engineer oh no way <laughs> Which is like the typical, it's like being a doctor or engineer is an Indian, yeah. it's like very typical, which my brother's a doctor, but like, mm. I kind of took this different path of like, like that they didn't understand because it wasn't in line with that. So like, I don't think mm-hmm. I was able to talk to my parents much about my experiences from when I left my like comfy job, college job. From then on, it was yeah. hard for, it's been hard for me to sort of relate them all the time and even then because I always found myself like being a little bit like feeling like I like I had trouble focusing or like trouble like knowing how to like a lot of that came from my composition before like I was talking about earlier but like this was a way for me to like get out of my shell to do something different I think maybe they didn't understand that because it's just not equating with like that you know like you make money and then you retire and then you figure and mm-hmm. you're happy like I guess I just it's not that I, those things aren't good I just I think it's hard for me to keep the focus or like unless it's something that I really like like feel passionate about and I think my yeah. passion my passion isn't um job anymore it's just to connect like I I've gone through so many different types of careers at this point like I worked at an orga- organic cafe like I working in a marijuana compliance company on like the California coast, which is so cliche at that in that area. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, was, is that the go-to career path to work in a marijuana? Oh, no, well, that's just what I did for like a, like oh. a year. I did, it was a startup and it just went under, but it was like, Got that it. was like my way of feeling I can make an impact. It was like, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, it was actually a good company because they were essentially, they were the middleman between the government and California, like different, um, water board and like different environmental agencies because there was a lot yeah. of environmental issues coming going with black market marijuana farms and and the new regulations to make it legal so these are things that I felt purpose in like wanting to contribute to society so I sometimes I'll go on these like st- I'll get a job with these startups that are new and they don't always mm-hmm. work and like you don't always make a lot of money but you might be doing something that's more impactful so I've always been I've been sort of on that lens more so that's why I'm working at like my new company I'm working at. It's like a adventure academy. It's called California Adventure Academy. So it's brand new and it's very chaotic because it's like a completely different idea from what's mm-hmm. sort of around in traditional schooling. 
everything. It's like homeschool mixed with um, adventure stuff around. That's pretty around. cool. Yeah. It's like, I guess in relation to what I'm doing now, I think mean, was that your question? <laughs> that was your initial question. <laughs> like, I, 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 it's okay. I'm like, I'm, I like going into <laughs> rabbit holes and just digging your way out of there. <laughs> But that, I mean, that, that's, that's like, I mean, that, to answer that, that's like, um, that's what I'm, like, what I'm doing now is in line with just finding connections and trying to be impactful and like, mm-hmm. and like, like I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm making videos. I'm, I consider myself a videographer, photographer. Really, I just have a, I have a nice, I have an okay, I mean, I have an okay camera. It's like a sort of professional camera and I like I'll take it on my hikes as long as you have a story to tell it's all good well you know and that, that's really what I'm yeah that's really what I'm trying to do I, I have videos I, I try to tell a story and I try to mm-hmm. and, and it's led me to people that that are like oh that seems cool like you want to do this with me so I met like this, this guy who created this guiding company and oh, I, wow. I've been backpacking for him with with him and like just I'm really good friends with them now. We just like hang out and do other things too. So it's like just mm-hmm. like surrounding people want to be a part of like like these the style with you and like wanting to grow with you. And I think like me just doing these things and like learning new skills and like diving into something like and like trying to find purpose and connection. Like I think that itself is like really what I care about above all. I think that's also why I think I'm stressed about that idea of like people coming and going in my life is I'm, I, I like to develop deep connections. So when I feel like I can't control that aspect of someone coming and going or something not, like not going my way in relation to that, it, 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 it hits me really hard in a way mm-hmm. that's like, man, like I really like, like want to develop that connection with you. And like, it's too bad that I can't. Yeah. So you kind of like, you sort of embrace that and it becomes a little bit like sort of like an obsession in a weird way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. no i i hear that and it's like it's like when you kind of invested a bunch of time into someone and they leave and you're like dang it now i gotta start all over again <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. That's, yeah it's exactly it. it's that's it's just interesting yeah. yeah it's so like petty and childish but it's true it's what goes on in my head i i really like this whole thing of going well maybe going out of your comfort zone to find something that you love to do so if you had to give like an advice to i don't know if you want to have future kids let's say to your future kid what kind of things would you encourage him to do to develop that spontaneity and willingness to try new things i would say like not to take themselves seriously like i think Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a good one. That's a big one because I think like if you don't take yourself seriously, like everything that you do and you get into, like you do it for the you don't do it for like the reasons of like money or like mm-hmm. fame or like attention. Like you're you're doing it because like um, like you generally care and like about about that, like incorporating that into your life and like you want to approach it with like like you can let go. Like, like we're saying like, you can let go easily, more easily, like if it just doesn't go your way embody stoicism really like that's a good way to embody stoicism (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i realize when when you stop taking yourself too seriously do you find like your creativity just skyrockets Mm -hmm. yeah i i feel Mm -hmm. that way too because now that the pressure's off you kind of get into 
sort of an experimental mindset mm-hmm. where um, your goal is not whether it'll, uh, whether it's going to fail, but whether or not like finding things that work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you go down like uh, a, a, how do you even <laughs> say that? <laughs> oh, if you hit a wall, if you hit a wall, you just be like, this doesn't work. Let's go find something that works, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I mean, would you? I mean, what would you? What would you say about that question? Don't knock it before you try it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. So it's kind good. of don't assume. You know, one thing I realized that I did in the past is like before even trying something, I immediately go to that place that's like, oh, I, I suck at that, so I'm not even gonna do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But how do you know that you suck at it when you haven't even tried it yet? So try it first and then complain about it after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, you know? that's a really good point. I, I It's funny, like the other day, I, I teach seventh and eighth graders um, mm-hmm. sort of like loosely in this program. And like, I, I don't know, like there's this like person that this like guest lady that came and she was like, she like, she like mm-hmm. used drumsticks to like, it's, okay, it's, like, it's sort of like a, uh, percussion percussion art it's like pound i don't know if you've heard of that i think it's with like an instrument it's like with just drumsticks like with the, oh i don't know it, it was a certain like way of doing drum of like of like what was it like beat it's like sounds like it's like a way of doing beat like with drumsticks mm-hmm. it's like called pound i guess I, okay i wasn't really quite sure what was going on it was a very like brief lesson that like she came in and like my students were there yeah. and like one of my kids was just like <laughs> It was just sort of like it felt like he was like where the immaturity came from in like the seventh eighth graders because a lot of them were mature but in some cases they're like sort of I like can see the immaturity still and like it was like mm-hmm. they just kind of were like like giving me that look of like why am I doing this or like like this is like <laughs> making me uncomfortable like what the heck I'm just like like you know I'm like dude you just gotta like go with this like just I don't know yeah. like try to like it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, I I can imagine like when you say it's a per- percussion art, is that what you call it? Yeah, it's some sort of yeah percussion. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. like a bunch of kids doing it. It kind of sounds like a cult. A little bit. It could be a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm 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 messing. Could, yeah. I mean, it kind of it did feel like. <laughs> like that, imagine actually. like kids sitting in a circle and like. That that's actually what it was pretty much she was like she had like this music like rock music and she was like doing these weird like like i don't know she was like stepping her like we were sitting down she like step her leg up with it yeah. it was really like it was cool it just it was cool it just i, I can tell my students were like what the heck is going on yeah it's just <laughs> new it's new and they're not used to it yeah it was kind of like they yeah it felt like they were like thinking they were like ego like their ego was there they were like oh this is like i'm beyond this this is so like like this is so like whatever grade or whatever. Yeah, it's like I'm better than this. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, come on, guys, like just, just I don't know, just do. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, I mean that's oh, but you didn't invite that person over, right? Like, I think it was it was, it was my um or my um it's the the CEO is still sort of around oh, okay. at this point, and he or yeah. him and his other co-founder just are trying to bring things to do during the day to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't in the program it's mm-hmm. pretty new still but yeah yeah <laughs> i i'm trying to think like what's something new i can you know pick up or learn or yeah but 
I got my hands full from this from this thing. So <laughs> I'm trying to get back into guitar. That's something I've been. Oh, yeah, it's a good meditate. It can be a good like just thing to relax with, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, like yeah. this, like this podcast is pretty. Like it's got like this is pretty like awesome. Like this is like a thing to dive into. It's not just like. Oh yeah, Nikayla. Let me tell you, man. When I'm 50, this thing's gonna still be going. Cause I am, I like you know, you know, like from my last 23 years of living, everyone uh, who I met who's like found their passion, you can see their eyes light up, and I haven't had that yet until this project. So I think this is it, man. This is it for me. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. This thing, I, mean, yeah. this thing, I mean, this is like, yeah, like, it, like I, I feel like my eyes are lighting up just like doing this with you. This is cool. It's like, it's a, it's a good, like, I'm sure you'll, I mean, you'll be getting some, you'll, you'll be getting some incredible people on here, I imagine. I, I couldn't even, mm-hmm. I, even I mean, it, it could be anyone, I guess. Like, hopefully, you know, when we can go out on the streets without people running away from us, I can actually get some people like face to face rather than over Zoom. But that's my goal. That's true. I guess I, yeah, I guess I realized that that's, I guess that would be normally what you would do, I suppose. <laughs> but I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't, at this point, this is normal too. It's not like, this is what, yeah. you know, we can do this because of technology. But I guess Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. oh, Joe Rogan, like the biggest podcaster, like, yeah, has like that, he has like built a sort of a spaceship podcast thing in like, yeah, a freaking since, studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's doing, no, I, <laughs> I'm not about that. I'm all about that, um, you know, simple, just on a chair with a $40 mic. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's good. I, mean, I don't even, my mic's not that good. I, I'm using my computer mic, which probably. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it's it sounds good. It's picking up well. Well, Nikaelin, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything that I can help share to the listeners, you know, I kind of want to help you in oh, um, whatever that you're working on. I mean, I, I mean, I, well, I mean, I have my own website, which I, which I still, I still sort of use. I, I have my thoughts on there and like I put videos on there. Um, that's right. That's like my Instagram handle, Rayasa Unlimited dot com. Mm-hmm. So just, I just have a dot com site for that. So that's, okay, I'll put it. I'll put it in the description or something. <laughs> of course. A lot of what we talked about, I tried to incorporate in my website, sort of. Yeah, you're very philosophical, and I think people will learn a lot from just from your captions. It talks a lot about what a good life should be. Yeah, I, so. I, I appreciate reaching out. It means a lot. I'd like to talk again at some point. Absolutely, dude! You should totally come with me on IG Live. We should do something there. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I haven't even like sure. I'll just I'll I'll talk more. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think we, I think we can we can talk about some awesome stuff. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we we can brainstorm topics and then and then decide on something. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming again. I this was a really really great conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I no, I really I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're you're a great you're a great host and like oh thank you. I think, like I felt I felt like felt very good just like you know just having talking back and forth it was great (laughs) well i hope one day we get to meet 
basically if you're ever in the city or if I, you know, go to California. Probably to not. I might, yeah, I go to New York City once in a while. But yeah, I mean, if you ever come back, come out here too. <laughs> well, have, have a good weekend, Nikaylin. Thank you Thank so you. much. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right, episode's over. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please leave a four or five star rating on iTunes and a nice comment. It means a lot and it really does help support the podcast. All right, bye.